0: Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, joined once again by Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear, and yes. we have David Harris Jr. back in town. Hey,
1: glad to be well, I live down. here. I can't. Well, yes, but you went can out of we town. Start, we'll can we start with him because I want to hear I want to hear about his weekend with the president?
0: Okay, so let's do. We'll do top story. David, you go first. What's your top story?
1: So the social media summit at the White House.
0: Yes. All right. Lot to get into there, yeah. Stu.
2: Uh, As you know, we are helpers here and I want to alert the Democrats to an ongoing issue. Um, I looked at their fundraising numbers and I see income
1: inequality. And I want to make sure they're aware
2: of it (laughs) so they can address it.
1: Okay, Glenn. And uh, I just want to remind them of their poll numbers. (laughs) Oh, my, they look wonderful.
0: (laughs) All right, obviously a lot to get into (laughs) here. Good show. First, we want to thank uh, our sponsor, realestateagentsitrust.com. I
1: I want you to know I'm not endorsing this company, I own this company. (laughs) Uh, This is a company that I started with the guy who's like my brother. I mean, we grew up together, he grew up in our house. Um, and he had tried to sell his house and he had a really great house. It was up in Washington state. Things were going well. He just couldn't take any of the progressives anymore. And, uh, he couldn't sell his house. I was having the same problem and we both were commiserating and we thought there's gotta be a better way. Well, through another business, I started to, uh, work with the wall street journals, 500 best real estate agents in the country. And so I started asking them, um, how do you find a good real estate agent? There's actually a really good system and formula that you don't need to know. We've put it together, and we've found the best real estate agents, so you don't have to worry about it. You just write to us at realestateagentsitrust.com. You can read all about us. We will get you in touch with the best real estate agent in your area. For buying your house, selling your house, realestateagentsitrust.com.
0: All right, David. You were uh, at the White House last week with President Trump at the Social Media Summit.
3: Yes, I was. What an amazing opportunity. It was absolutely amazing. Um, It was pretty surreal, too, just the amount of people that were there, the the individuals that were there. But my third time at the White House, I was there twice before. This was the first time we got to kind of sit down and just really listen to him speak and share. And then he asked us questions. Um, I also got to partake in a little uh, meeting beforehand where a f- uh, about 15 of us got to talk to the behind the scenes White House um, media department and really hear their strategy and they were really interested in what we had to say. And the number one topic was we have to stop the censorship. It's like no matter what kind of coordinated effort that we try to do uh, with the president to try to you know help share, use our voices to help uh, enhance his, uh, if the social media tech giants just continue to have their way censoring us, like the video I showed two months ago, Mm -hmm. then it's it's not going to it's not going to matter. So it was it was uh, good to hear some of the strategies that they've got in place and really just to understand and see that they are taking it very seriously. So that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Then we got into the summit where Donald Trump shared that he's had his own censorship. Uh, Diamond and Silk were in front of Congress because they shared about their own censorship. I've had I've been dealing with it. And it's it's more of a it's really a discrimination is what's happening and in, in some cases It's not even necessarily that it's that it's biased politically but part of what's opening the door for this I have a friend of mine Jason Fick that had 25 million followers on Facebook across several different pages and Facebook unpublished pages that it that equated to 14 million followers and then they flew a representative of Facebook out to do it, to help with the deal, if Jason actually would sell the rights to those pages over to one of his competitors, well, that's anti anti-compe- that's anti competition, <sighs> antitrust. So it's far, which is it was all about the money. Yeah. His pages, he was generating revenue of hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. So it it goes to the, to the money part of it. It's the greed, but then obviously we don't agree with their with their uh, ideologies. Facebook as a whole. And uh, you know James O'Keefe was there. He exploded the thing with the Google censorship. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was it was surreal. It was awesome. And then we got invited to the Rose Garden, where we actually got to sit in the mainstream media's seats. We <laughs> kicked them out behind the rope.
0: They were not happy about and that. And had
3: us sitting <laughs> in they were not their happy chairs. About that. <laughs> so I feel like that was kind of uh, prophetic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in that we. Uh, and he, they had tabulated the numbers on all of us influencers that were in the room, and he said, combined, we have a greater reach than any one network
0: mm-hmm.
3: on television. Mm. Wow. So I, I believe it was almost symbolic in that social media influencers are replacing the mainstream media, mm-hmm. A, because Americans are tired of hearing the, the garbage for a year, year and a half, Russia collusion, you know, Jesse Smollett, to hear all these things and find out they're fake— Um, and B it's average Americans that just care about our country and are doing research to find out what's actually taking place and then sharing it and people responding to it. So the whole thing was amazing. There's more, but it's just, it was all awesome.
0: Did the president give any indication what he thinks the solution should be at all for all the censorship?
3: Well, he did say that he has some tools. He said, we have tools that they know that we have and they don't want us to use them. So he's not one to, you know, show his hand uh, like past presidents. We're gonna go do this yeah. and, that and the other. <laughs> We're gonna go bomb them at three <laughs> thirty this afternoon. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, I mean, so. he, he does tweet a lot about exactly what <laughs> he, he wants to do. He'll he'll
3: so. he'll tweet, but no, he didn't give any specifics on the tools that he has. But he definitely let us all know that he understands the importance of making sure that these voices that are replacing the mainstream media uh, aren't silenced that, yeah. and don't don't continue to be silenced.
0: Glenn, it says a lot about uh, what Americans think about uh, mainstream media these days.
1: Well, you know, it was Barack Obama who started this with his very first question in his very first press conference was to the Huffington Post, and that was monumental. That was the first time anyone online was asked in a press conference uh, any question, Mm -hmm. let alone the first question. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it was, you know, like uh, how lovely is your wife's arms, or something, some question like that. Um, but the, the mainstream media just doesn't understand they're over. They really are over. And I think people, we don't understand that either. There, there are more people listening to, you know, us watching Stephen Crowder, you know, watching you than usually is watching um, anything on CNN. I mean, they're just collapsing under their own weight. Uh, and that's usually when people run to the government for help. And you're seeing this with, the, uh, with Facebook and Google. They, they are, as we explained yesterday, creating this pluralism. Um, and the new definition of pluralism is the people are too stupid to vote for people because, look, they vote people like Donald Trump in. So we have to be the guardians and we will shape their opinions. This is nothing new. This is this goes back to Wilson yep. and Colonel House. Um, but now they have the ability to do it with their algorithms. And, I, you know, I wonder unless the president and Congress move pretty quickly, um, I I really think his um, this election is in real danger because I think they will do anything to stop him from being in, and we'll be manipulated in such subtle ways, you won't even notice. Nope. You won't notice. Still, uh, It's interesting, uh, the importance of this, right? I mean, um,
2: uh, we had two people who really in, in deep in tech uh, that have said the same thing over the past couple of months that, I, that really took me off guard and kind of surprised me, you know, Blake Harris uh, and uh, Tim Poole who both said the same thing, that the right is actually better at the Internet than the left is. You know, Michael Malice said the same mm-hmm. thing when he was on, that the right is actually better at the Internet. They do it better. We understand it better. And, you know... I'm just so used to losing when it comes to like a new technology like the right is always terrible at it like we're awful at entertainment we're awful at so many of these things and the left has dominated them for so long when it comes to like political like reaching people politically on the Internet the right is done a really good job with it Um, and that is why it's so crucial and why it's such a big focus. For not just uh, the companies like Facebook and Google who have like split interests. I mean, I think they, they definitely have an ideology, but also like they have a, a monetary concern. But all the people that we outlined from uh, from that article that was on Spin Quark this week of people who were in the political world working high levels at campaigns that decided to leave all politics behind and go work at Facebook in a position where they get to decide. Uh, you know, policies, what, policies and algorithms. That's right. not a that's not a that's not a that's not something that's secondary to them right now. They understand
1: that, you know, conservatives have actually figured this out pretty well. And, and, the, and we are not usually good at things unless it's a free market. And the Internet was the wild, wild west. We're pioneers. We like yeah. doing those things. Mm-hmm. We just like doing them ourselves instead of having the government help us do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we mastered that. But the thing the left is good at mastering is control, right. and now they are coming in and doing what they do best, and uh, I, I think we're losing our opportunities to pay attention to it, and you know, every day that we get closer to this election, the smaller our voices are going to become, unless... We act. Yeah,
0: uh, Stu, you said income inequality among the Democrat candidates. I'm
1: very concerned about it because no. uh, some candidates
2: are making more money and earning, uh, uh, raising more money, and other candidates don't have as much. And obviously, we should just smooth this out, socialism style. Everyone gets like five million dollars, and let's see what happens. Um, it's interesting to see that fundraising numbers did come out for a quarter or two, um, and you learn a lot from fundraising num- numbers. You're going to learn one like what is the momentum of a campaign. You know how are they actually how you know, decent of a job are they actually doing running their campaigns, and also like how serious are they as, as a contender moving forward? If you have no cash, what are you going to do? Like you're, you're going to be in, in big trouble. So we have them. We have the. This is the 23 candidates we have the fundraising numbers from. It was the deadline was yesterday, and this is all. Kind of coming out. I just point out a couple things as we go through this list, 23 uh, to 19 here, which is Wayne Messam at 23, Gravel at t- 22. Yes, these people are actually running. Who's Gravel again? Uh, uh, he was. He's an 88-year-old former Alaskan senator. <laughs> oh. Uh, who? Who's uh, interesting fact about Mike Gravel? The last day he held a job um, in the government was Ronald Reagan's first day in office. <laughs> that is how old he is. Uh, yeah. um, uh, and then you have uh, de Blasio and uh, Hickenlooper um, in that bottom uh, tier here, the lowest tier. The thing I would say that's most amazing about this, um, the bottom tier, is how old awful bill de blasio's number is it's it's impossible for me to express how terrible this number is remember who bill de blasio is this is a guy who holds sway over the everyday lives of the financial center of the world that is filled with rich democrats there is like he should i'm not surprised at all he has zero and one percent of these polls the fact that this guy can't raise money just from you know like trump has talked about this before right like, we, we, this is the way you do business in New York. You know, you're going to kind of throw some money to the politicians that are going to help your life. That's why he said he donated to people like, you know, uh, Schumer and everything, because that was like how you do what things you do? in New York. He can't even get people to bribe him. <laughs> de Blasio is so awful. People won't even give him money as a bribe. Was
1: just in New York for a week. <laughs> no, de Blasio is worse than you think. You should see that city. It is a wreck. Yeah. And it's he, a wreck. And they legitimately hate him. Yeah.
0: Um, they and really it's like, do. it's not because. Like he's Democrats.
2: Past, yeah, yeah. It's not because he's passed socialist uh, policies, which he has, but they like that. It's just that he's actually that bad at the job. <laughs> and to just express how bad that number is, it was 1.1 million, I believe, was his number. He was not there for the entire quarter, so he'd have a little bit of a. Well, I, I just started my Man. campaign. The next page here shows you Tulsi Gabbard at 1.6, Moulton at 1.9, Bullock at 2.1. Um, and Gillibrand at 2.3. Bullock had basically the same amount of time to ro- to raise money. He's the governor of Montana. Okay, And this is like you know this is not New wow. York City and the in Wall Street, right? Um, to the this next page.
1: This is cows and sagebrush. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: A couple things to note here on this next page, which is Julian Castro, um, and and up to Bennett here with Inslee and Yang on here. Uh, Bennett also had about the same amount of time as uh, and he's a con- he's a senator from Colorado. And he raised over three times the amount of money as, as Bill de Blasio just to point a point on that of how bad that number was Castro's interesting in that like he had a nice burst after his uh, debate performance so the 2.8 million numbers mm. is actually fairly impressive for him same with uh, yang and Andrew yang here's a guy who again no one knew who this guy was he's raised 2.8 million he's spending at a very high rate though he has almost no money in
1: the bank so uh, yang does need to kind of figure out uh, how to how to do this he doesn't win because we won't we will not vote for a president with a weird last name. (laughs) <laughs> I'm really. I don't yeah, that's know if you wanna no, necessarily no. That's, that that's what I No, That's what and we're I. We racist. That's that is. What yeah, what you I've heard, heard. We'll all, we'll all be yeah. racist. We that's will not elect a man with yeah, a, yeah, a weird yeah. last name.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> we go into the top ten uh, here as a number nine. Beto O'Rourke is. He's probably the biggest highlight. I think that most people looked at this um, and said, "What a disaster!" He has raised 13 million total, but nine million of that came from quarter one. He went down to 3.6 million in quarter two. Wow. Obviously, a massive drop off. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, most of the nine million came in his first week. So we're talking about a guy who has been a disaster since like day five of his campaign, <laughs> um, which is really bad. Klobuchar and Booker are in that middle ground there where you see them. Uh, those are OK fundraising numbers. They should be able to continue their campaign, but they need to make a run next soon. Delaney is a little misleading. He's personally wealthy. So of the eight million, legitimately 7.8 million came from him. <laughs> wow.
1: Um, so in this quarter in this quarter, yes, Boy, uh, he don't do need. not invest your money listening to him. <laughs> yeah, he does not know a good no, investment. That he sees it. Uh, that's a good point.
2: Two hundred eighty thousand wow. dollars he actually raised, I think it was. And it was, you know, seven point seven or seven point eight Jeez. uh that he that he lent himself, which I don't know if that's getting paid back, sadly. Um, so let's get to the top five here. This is five, top five front runners, as you know, in the polls. And they're in this uh, place as well. Kamala Harris is interesting and I would put Warren and Harris next to each other contrast a little bit. It shows you while Warren and Harris are very close in the polls, the fundraising Elizabeth Warren did much better, 19.2 million to 11.8 million. Mm. And I think what you can read out of that is Kamala Harris at this point is a moment. She has a she had a great moment, a great night. And that is what's driving her in the polls. Um where Elizabeth Warren is really... I mean, I can't believe I I keep saying these things, but Warren has done a good job... From a foundational perspective of building a campaign from the bottom up, mm-hmm. most of these uh, her donors are very small. She is doing a great job raising I money. I, I, I am I shocked she's it. made a run here, but she has. She's got a, her, her 16,
1: 17% of the polls is stronger than Harris's 16, 17% mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. So um, I was at um, the time 100 most influential people years ago and the same year uh, I won that she was one of the hundred mm-hmm. and everybody in the room said, you know she's just so likable she's just so likable she's great with I'll she's great with, with small crowds and because she'll just make you feel like she really understands you and when you said small donors that story came to mind that yeah. there are those people that think you know what she's she's just like me and she has my concerns. It's really interesting. And her background, she has a
2: good story from her background. She used to be a Republican, actually. Yeah? And and because of bankruptcy laws, it changed mm-hmm. her. It's a very strange backstory. Uh, but uh, it kind of turned her into a morally bankrupt person. Now I'm okay. Um, so she's at uh, 19.2 million. Joe Biden at 22 is a pretty good number. It's not a great number. Um, he finished third. He did not have the entire quarter, so which kind of puts him behind. Bernie Sanders is at number one. Again, also misleading. Part of that, about seven million dollars was a transfer from his Senate campaign. Mm-hmm. So he was really at about 18 million, which would have put him about fourth mm-hmm. on this list. Uh, the big star, though, is Buttigieg. Again, this guy is out fundraising way beyond his standing in the polls, way beyond any right he has to have all of this money. If you just look at the the fundamentals of the campaign, he's got he raised 24.8 million dollars, blew everybody else out out of the field. This was his time where he kind of came into the limelight. Let's see if he can continue it going Real forward. Real quick, can I just ask you this yeah. question? How
1: much of Elizabeth Warren's money came from the casino? Uh, <laughs>
3: it's a great point. <laughs> I'm just, it's a great One point. One, 1,024. All right, <laughs> got to take a break. we be back.
0: It really is shocking to me. Yeah, I thought she was done. But to oh, my gosh. I feel it. Yeah.
1: Glenn. Yes. Uh, The new Democratic. uh, Oh, my gosh. They're on fire. They're on fire. I want to talk to you about the posse. I want to talk about the squad. squad. I want to talk Mm. about these women. These are this is the mod squad. (laughs) Look how popular they are. Now, I love this. You have to remember these these numbers came from the Democrats. Okay, whoopsie, I accidentally <laughs> leaked this. So you can see how much love Flipped is... reply all by mistake. Yeah, and uh, it went uh, all over. It reporters. went all over. Okay, so here's uh, uh, Ocasio-Cortez. She has a, a, a score of 74% of people who know her. Remarkable. Okay, that is truly remarkable. Mm-hmm. I don't even think Abe Lincoln had that <laughs> when he was in Congress. I think the only one, maybe, that could have beat uh, her on this literally the only congressperson ever to come in and in this quick of a turn have 74% recognition, I bet it was John Quincy Adams because he was president (laughs) before he was a congressman. Recognized by 74% of the people, only 22% have a favorable view. 22%. Wow. Uh, What are those 22% thinking?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's high, right? That's That's high. high. That's
1: high. Uh, Okay, so Elon Omar... Recognized by 53% of the American people, she's favored by nine.
0: Oh, nine.
1: Wah, wah. nine. Donald Trump is not in dangerous territories taking these two women on. He is not in a dangerous territory. 18% views socialism as favorable. That's another good thing. Mm. Um, it, it, this gives me hope now, and this is
0: coming from inside the DNC.
1: Well, from a Democratic group,
0: okay. So,
2: and it's an unnamed Democratic group. They didn't release their methodology. There okay. are some some hints that like you have to be a little bit, yeah. you know, take a go a little. Slow. Don't
0: take been, away my hopes. No, I know. Yeah. It might
1: trying. have been Nancy Pelosi just going. Let's say nine uh, <laughs> yeah, percent. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, if if you only take this away from it. They are in full-fledged civil war. they are mm-hmm. and they, uh, and she the, the, the mod squad has been taking on the Democratic Party, and they are making it very clear you're an enemy of ours, yeah. much more than the Tea Party ever did. The Tea Party never did that until Nancy Pelosi's of the Republican Party ate the tea party people okay yeah. that's what happened these guys have been eating nancy pelosi and now nancy's eating back it's it's a food fight it's yeah. great it's a great to watch they've been eating themselves alive <laughs> it is. now it's the question is point. what what created donald trump was the tea party stood up and won elections in 10 And we won the House uh, and we had momentum and we were like, "Okay, we're going to restore the Constitution. Then we realized these clowns aren't serious at all. Mm. And they they didn't do anything that they said they were going to do. And then we had another election and that's when they said, you know what? Screw you. We're going to burn the Republican Party down to the ground with Donald Trump. Mm. Who do they have? Mm -hmm. You know, when they get so fierce, this group rises up and they turn against the Democratic Party. I don't think the Democrats are going to win this one. Maybe they do, but it'll be short lived. Who comes on the other side that is there, Donald Trump? Yeah, Yeah. I think it's a quick thought. It's interesting to see
2: uh, this, you know, who's smart and who's dumb here. I mean, I think Trump is smart to take these people and I don't think he did it. Uh, very cleanly in this particular mm-hmm. moment, but like he's smart to see them as like someone on the other side, and that that's good. It's good for Republicans to have mm-hmm. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez the face of their party. The one who I think is dumb here is Pelosi. She mm-hmm. keeps picking fights with these ch- four congresswomen, and that's all they're there for. They're not. They don't have any power. They're just. They that's want the media attention.
1: That's how you get seventy-four percent approval rate. I mean, uh, 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 it's a notoriety. Revolution.
2: It's working for her. Working she out, wants. Yeah. They both Trump and Ocasio-Cortez in that group want the fight. They both like it. Um, And so it's helping both of them. The only one that's not helping is is Pelosi and the average
1: Democrat. Yeah.
0: Uh, Hey, before we go, I want to tell you about a really awesome cruise taking place. What is it? March of 2020, Glenn?
1: I don't know. I can't come fast enough. (laughs) Uh, But Tim Ballard uh, is joining us and he was talking. There's a new movie about him and Operation Underground Railroad. That's coming out. And the guy who plays him is Jim Caviezel, Mm -hmm. who was Jesus in uh, Passion of the Christ. I see. So (laughs) we're going to Israel. We're going to Venice, then Athens, and then Israel. And he said, I think Jim's coming, too. Because uh, they're gonna they'll play the film on the on the ship. Oh wow! So imagine going to Israel with Jesus. With Jesus, <laughs> Jesus—that's amazing. That's be, oh, we're gonna oh, I have to tricks. figure out how we can. What we're gonna freak some people out. <laughs> I don't know what, but Jesus just coming around the corner. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be
0: uh, Glenn, Jesus, Stu, Bill O'Reilly's joining them, uh, David Barton, Rabbi Daniel Appin, all of the people you want to surround yourself with when you're looking at all of these really historical. places. Um, places. You can go to comesailaway.com to learn more. Pick your package, mark it on your calendar. Friday
1: is the last day to get the early bird special, so you oh. want to see it'll save you for about 400 bucks.
0: Oh my gosh, you got to go there now. comesailaway.com. We'll be back.
1: You know, Jim Cabrillo
3: got struck by lightning when he was across. agent sent this over.
1: Jesus an armadillo with a hairpiece. You can't argue with the ratings. I mean, he took a black hole at CNN and turned it into 600K in the demo. I mean, and he hates Obama. (laughs) Set up a meeting. I believe everything but the armadillo
2: with a hairpiece. Yes. I believe that's how that went. Really, you don't think, because that's one of the nicest things I've ever heard anyone say about you. Uh, I don't look like an armadillo with a hairpiece. I don't know if that's true. I think we have... can we see some evidence on this? Yeah, do we have it a side
1: by the, side. That's not okay. Oh my God! That's That's that like is it. the picture. No. That's the picture that he would have had. That was the picture, if I'm not mistaken, no, we, we were using at the time.
2: Your your promo your promo photo. Yes.
1: Why did you do it in the grass? I don't know. <laughs> the
2: other one. Oh my gosh! Your kid- Oh my gosh! Yes, I can see it now. I can see it now. <laughs>
1: uh, you don't look like that at all. For the record. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs>
2: Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com.
0: All right, uh, gentlemen, there is a new 007. Mm-hmm. is a female
1: mm, perfect yep. but it's not James Bond why are you doing this you're bringing this uh, up you just to co- because you're bringing it up it. Just, to, just to cause trouble between us that's it
0: Well, Which I'm just I'm just bringing you, you the story. hot topics of the day uh, Jamie Bond is it what? Jamie, Jamie Bond
1: no, she's not James Bond <laughs> she's just 007 but she's not James Bond uh.
0: I mean seriously this is ridiculous am I wrong
1: yes
2: you're wrong I am wrong? Why are you defending? This is such a weird stance. He's been defending this all day, Sarah.
1: What, uh, why? Day. Because it would be a good story twist if we weren't living in this. Wait, no. wait, listen. If we were not living in this politically correct world, which is the reason why they're doing it. So I'm not with their reason for doing it. They're only doing it. Sounds so like you are, Glenn. Oh, women are that whatever. If if Money Penny, okay, remember she was the one who shot... Daniel Craig, okay, and he says, hey, if you ever go on duty, let me know so I, I stay away. Let's say she wants to go out on the field. Let's say she gets the 007 status because he's been fired or he's walked away from it. The 007 status goes to someone else, okay? Yeah. So she would have gotten, Money Petty would have gotten 007. Well, now James Bond is like, hey, I want to come back. Well, she's 007, Wait, no, but that's my moniker. I'm James Bond. Yeah, I know, but you're not here anymore. But wait, I want that's that's a good story plot. We also are putting in gender neutral bathrooms here at the place. Oh my <laughs> gosh. No. <laughs> no, we're not. I saw I was at a I was at a show. If you don't go to New York. It'll drive you out of your mind. It's gone to hell. I'm at a uh a theater and the bathroom said, um, we are open and try to be considerate to all sexes. That's why our bathrooms fit whatever sex you choose. You use that bathroom. It said all that. It, it was like this <laughs> long. big, and it, long. And it
0: said sex and not gender? Do you know? They
1: said maybe it said okay. gender. Okay. Yeah, I And mean, I'm so... like, oh, my God. Oh my gosh. So, and I think, like,
2: in your very loose defense uh, here, I will say, like, the idea that uh, it is being communicated as if they've just taken. Uh, James Bond and turned him into a
1: black female, yes. which is, uh, is that's kind of communicating? That's kinda yeah. like how it's, the media is talking right. about it. They're You're, saying he's she's James Bond, and believe me, she's I was like pissed. a promotion uh, gen, transgender uh, Bond yeah. chained
3: yeah. into that's a female. That's how they're female. saying it, but that's right.
1: not the actual story. Right, kidding? and that's the only reason why I'm defending because I was really pissed when because I was like, what happened to the black guy that I was pissed that they put a black guy in that right, role? They already, what a, right. they already screwed. Now they're going <laughs> to screw him up and make him a woman and a black woman, James Bond. <laughs> Is a white guy? <laughs>
2: He's a white English. Dude. You know what I mean? He's a white English. So, dude. like, your your point is that it's just a it's just a plot twist.
1: Basically, James Bond loses yes. his gig, and this woman takes the yeah. gig, right, for at least right. half of the movie. At least that at least that episode. She's not going to be 007, I right. don't think, in other episodes because 007 is coming back after this episode as a black guy, which is really? why
2: it would your like your point would be more valid if that weren't also happening. Which is they've already t- they've already no, decided to change him into a but different I color. Fe- like out of
1: social justice you know, reasons. But what I'm saying previously. is he pissed about something that's real, right. not just a plot twist. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Okay. This and, and I don't know how you feel about this, but James Bond, we know who he is. Yeah. He's he's a white guy. If you want to have another agent that is yeah. black, this guy is a white guy and it's exactly so.
3: Right. Like yeah. taking Superman yeah. and saying now he's gonna be Hispanic. Right. right. Instead, have come up with another one. He's a white well, Superman dude. has always been a white guy. Right. Yeah. I don't have any problem but with that. Like, right. Black but Panther, don't right? take shaft. Right. Right. You try to get get, get him white, can't or somebody do it. to play, yeah. or you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you just, would want you. It's would. like no, 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 no. Shaft is a black guy. Why would have Shaft play by Shaft, an armadillo? Shaft. I don't understand why. Would, why would no, they do was, that? No, it doesn't make any sense. So the I was going to play black. Oh
1: <laughs> the armadillo was going to play black. Panther. My shielding is I. I just have it on my back and then I roll up in a ball and I roll <laughs> off and roll away. Yeah, no, it's it's a weird it's a weird,
2: you know, like because it's just so obvious what they're doing, right? Um, I can't take that it. part is
1: frustrating. It was like,
2: try I, harder.
1: I was at the Wizard of Oz or, or not Wizard of Oz. What's it called? Uh, the, the Wiz? No, Wicked. Wicked. Mm, okay. God. So I was at Wicked with my with my daughter and we're watching it and I've seen it a million times. Um, the guys weren't wearing dresses last time I saw it, but this time some of the guys were wearing dresses. Some of the guys were wearing pants. All of the girls were wearing dresses, but some of the guys could wear a dress as well. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Stop it. Stop it. You know what this reminds me of? L
3: Biblically, (laughs) Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, yeah. They were, it was rampant, just no sexuality, no restrictions to anything. Everything goes to the point where an angel came down to visit Lot, and the people out there were banging on the door because they wanted to have sex with this angel. And it was so decrepit and so vile that Lot's like, leave the angel alone and here take my daughter. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's the state that it seems like our country is going. And if you keep reading in that story, it wasn't too long after that, that. They were all destroyed. It, it, yeah, Sodom and Gomorrah was completely obliterated by mm-hmm. fire.
1: hmm so what, what we just talked about this, I think the other day on the show, that story, what most people uh, fail to see is they didn't want to have sex with the men they were insisting that they must that those men must comply you don't have a right to come here, hmm. you must comply hmm. okay? it wasn't a sexually driven thing it was a you, control. they ha- it was a control you control. have to do our, you have to do this with us, and so that's what we're seeing right now. We're right. not seeing they don't want to have they don't want to have sex with me. I mean, nobody wants to have sex with me. They don't want to have sex with me. Not yet. But they're, they, they're, right. they're not pushing for that with everybody yet. Right? But, but what the, they but what they are saying is you must comply. comply. You must say with this the, is good. Yeah. That's with what they the want. lack of any sexual morality. Yeah. What about female armadillos? Do they want to have? That? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking about having a.
0: Moving on, (laughs) moving on. David, I want to go back to um, your trip to visit President Trump at the social media summit. He retweeted a video that that I saw.
3: He retweeted it. Uh, Well, actually, he retweeted something else on Sunday. Saturday, I'm flying from D.C. to home. And I like when I get bumped to first class because I wear my MAGA. I wear my MAGA hat through oh, airports. and anyway.
0: amazing. I love
3: wearing it. So I love seeing people's responses, reactions. And I like to get the, it's like, it's always like a silent, like, hey, I like your hat. Like, yeah. people are afraid mm-hmm. to tell me no. openly. But it, it, it gives people courage to see somebody openly willing to just, you know, represent the president. And a lot of TSA will say, hey, I like your hat. They don't mm-hmm. care. You know, yeah. but uh, yeah, so Their I, job's not being threatened <laughs> no matter what they do. No. <laughs> so, um so I'm wearing the hat. I get bumped to first class seat one A. So I'm the first person everybody sees when they get on the plane. So I like wearing my hat, and I just record myself as people are walking by me. People are walking by me. People are walking by me. And then at the end, they're all behind me now. Well, my hat's facing forward. So I guess are you going to show? Yeah.
0: Part yeah, of the let's, clip or, yeah. Let's. Yeah. Let's. Let's watch. It looks like we are on overhead bin space with a green back of the aircraft. If you're walking down the alway, yeah. you see an overhead bin with available space These towards the now front of know. the aircraft. Go ahead and utilize that space at this time. Again, we are expecting a completely full flight today. Please place your larger yeah. rollover bags yeah. in the overhead bin. Take it in smaller bags, completely back home, free posters, laptop, purses, diaper bags. I don't need to people just people are just but walking but right We are able to accommodate and leave a larger yeah. rollover bags as possible. Your assistance
3: yeah. is greatly appreciated. Thank you. do exist! <laughs> Did
0: you get any, were you right, getting so, dirty looks here?
3: Uh, people look and then they look away. <laughs> uh, look they look away. <laughs> now they're all behind yeah.
0: me. Yeah. You,
3: got, yeah. you can see you a stewardess watch, the, the, the flight attendant, excuse place me, right behind me your, on the left. You can kind of see her.
0: Either it the pocket help see, see, she <laughs> <laughs> He turns the hat around <laughs> now they get a reminder all the way home. <laughs> they can't escape it.
3: Nope. All the way home, they're gonna have a reminder that the mainstream media's <laughs> narrative that black People don't support Trump or they have to vote Democrat or that Donald Trump's a racist, that there's got to be something wrong with that. If there's a black guy sitting up at first class wearing a Trump hat, <laughs> there's got to be something wrong with so, the narrative.
1: Let me ask you about this picture, um, you and Donald Trump, <laughs> where he looks like he's where he's like, and we're going to have That's around. a video. Push <laughs> play on the video. Push play on oh, the yeah, video. Let's
3: watch this. God bless you, President Trump. So oh. I got that because I'll do selfie videos mm-hmm. because then I can screenshot the perfect picture. Mm-hmm. So if that's they show the, the perfect the picture, no, if they show the picture, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's not that's the video. The other one I sent. There you go. There it is. Oh, wow. yeah. So that's the way to get the perfect picture because I've put, I've you're taken
1: photobombed by somebody.
3: Yeah. Well, that's uh, no, that's not somebody. Oh, yeah, that's, that's uh, uh, uh Gintz, What's his name? Uh, no, he's like Gates. He, Gates. Yeah. Yeah. He's. Representative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's funny. funny. Uh, So yeah, I got to meet him, see that. I get on the plane leaving DC, I record the video, I post the video as we're taking off. It barely it barely posts and completes before I lose signal. Then we get high enough and I turn my Wi-Fi on, my phone starts blowing up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Donald Trump reshared your video on Instagram. So what's that do for the followers? I've gained, like, over 25,000 followers
0: wow. Last, wow!
3: since Saturday.
0: That's oh, my gosh. Yeah,
3: I have it on my, my I can show you my phone right now. It's, it's 458,000 people have visited my, my site wow. in the last, well, it's wow. a seven-day running total. Right. But it, it had yeah. been going up from, like, 28 to 30. And then it jumped. It's funny. It was at 32,000. Mm-hmm. And then Donald Trump shared my, my video on. So I'm still, right now, currently on the third post on his wow. page wow. right now. Wow. And That's pretty cool. And then I, and Donald Trump shared my post on Instagram, and I went to look at my following, and it said 28,000. I was like, that's kind of odd. And I looked at it later, and it was like, oh, it says 280,000. <laughs> wow. And then wow. t- the next day, today, it's at 400 and something. So it's wow. just wow. huge for the exposure, obviously. It's, it's huge. 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 huge.
0: Um, he, tweeted China. he tweeted a video. <laughs> he did, tweeted
3: a video. Yeah. He shared the same video on Facebook. So all three of his Platforms, she wow. posted something of mine. That's the amazing. Weekend.
0: And I saw a video as well of a, a lady approaching you at the airport that she yeah. called you stupid.
3: Basically, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting my suitcase here at DFW, and so I was kind of off guard. I didn't even see her. I'm po- reach down to grab my suitcase, and I hear this. You'd look like you had a higher IQ if you took that hat off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? I turn, I'm like, what? And she's all, you look like your high, your IQ was higher if you took that hat off. And so I kind of went into dialogue, like, uh, and I actually have my phone here, and I got my baggage. So I get my phone on camera really quick so I can hold it, so I can record this. And then uh, I try to ask her why, and then I'm like, wait a minute. You basically just called me stupid in public. Mm-hmm. You basically just said that if I took this hat off, I'd have a, a higher IQ. And I said, it's basically calling me stupid. And she said, well, I said, you have a higher IQ. I said, it's basically calling me stupid. So we went back and forth a little bit. Some people around heard it. They were like, I can't believe she'd say something like that. Some people, you know, agreed with me. I tried to break down some facts. You know, lowest unemployment rate uh, (laughs) for blacks, Hispanics, 70 years for women. Jobs are coming back to this country. And here's the the thing I tried to, and when I'm trying to bring up these things about the economy and about jobs, she's all, he doesn't get credit for that. And I said, so basically you're telling me, that it's Obama's. Well, it's not even that either. So basically, you're telling me that no matter who took office, <laughs> the economy still would have grown and done as great as it's doing right now. Well, I'm not saying that. I said, well, then you have to give the man his administration credit. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't either say you can't say, well, no, it would have it, it either would have happened no matter who took office, or the current administration has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't answer either, and she basically left. So. <laughs> <laughs> How does this? Act? I would assume uh, all this uh, attention is gonna do uh, do some damage
2: on the book sales uh, front. Uh, yeah.
3: Well, I, I mean that's great. I did. That's why I brought it. I'm like, yes. hey, get a little plug again. Yeah, DavidHarrisJR.com. Uh, I hadn't shared a video, the video where I actually gave the president my book. I got that video like that last October, and I'd never shared it on social media. Oh, and
2: mm-hmm. I didn't really
3: know why. I just didn't feel peace yet. I kind of pray and listen to the Holy Spirit, and then uh, and then this happens. And I didn't even feel peace about sharing it the very next day. I was yeah. like, I didn't let everything simmer? Yeah. So I shared it yesterday, Monday, so it had been two days had gone by. But yeah, people are interested to hear why this brother right here supports a president, cried, not tears of joy when Obama won, what I think about the new KKK and its role as, as far as the media being the new KKK, and what I think the new civil rights movement is, mm-hmm. break down some of those things, and why I'm, my and my family are pro-life in this book. And uh, Remind
0: remind everyone where they can get it.
3: DavidHarrisJr.com.
2: The last president was getting books from Chavez, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, been quite a change. Mm -hmm. A little
0: bit. A little bit. Uh, All right. Yesterday's poll. Do you think Trump's, if they don't like it here, then they can leave comments are racist? Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. That's today's poll. That's today's poll. Uh, And then yesterday's poll. What issue is more important to you? 60, wow, 60% of you said building the wall.
2: Yeah, immigration, I think it's just that
0: Only 40% said ending abortion.
1: I think. Top of the mind. Yeah. I think it's top of mind, and I think people feel like we will lose the country. Yeah. And we have to act on that right now. Mm -hmm. And abortion is a long term kind of turn the tide. A lot of millions of babies not being born, though. No, I know, I know.
3: I mean, it's hard. Yeah, And
0: we're just getting more and more extreme with it. So
2: it's... Building the wall, too, remember, is like, you know, even if they build the wall and it's Mm -hmm. completely done, you're talking about only a small percentage of immigration that's actually going to stop, even if it works perfectly. Right. Right. Like, it's it's not an end-all, be-all. Like, you've got people coming in and overstaying overstaying visas is a massive problem. So, like, you're taking a slice Mm -hmm. out, and I think it's a valid slice for the the wall. Against ending abortion? I don't think that one's a contest today.
0: Back to today's poll. Glenn... Do you think Trump's, if they don't like it here, they can leave comments are racist?
1: No. Okay. No, and I think it's going to actually help him. Still? It's a much
2: longer conversation, I think, than we can have here, but, uh, you know, it's, it, it, was, it's wasn't a, it wasn't was a great way of handling it, I would say. I, I, I wish he'd be a little more precise, you know? I do, I mean, too, uh, but yeah, that wasn't
1: the question. The question is, was it racist?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I don't... I'm, I'm shocked at the way the media is saying it is without any qualifiers. There, or, they're you know, obviously reaching right like they they're just reading his mind right like his motivation for this you know you could say maybe he just didn't know maybe he made a mistake there's a million different you know reasons why he would say someone like who was born in America was not right like you know, like we used to say all the time we were talking about this this morning we say all the time go back to your country piers morgan you know, because he's right. annoying, right? Like yeah. he's annoying and he was always criticizing our Constitution. It's like, oh, your Second Amendment, you need to get rid of that. We don't have it. Well, go back there right. and find it. You know what I mean? And it had nothing to do with race. Like that is a uh, like it's just the, the fact that the media is jumping in there and just saying blanket. It is a racist thing. That was his motivation. It's shocking. You know, Donald Trump picks a lot of fights with people. Um, And when he picks a fight with a white person, they come up with a different excuse as to why he's picking it. Mm -hmm. When it's a black person, it's always because his secret motivation is race. Mm -hmm. And the media, like, commentators can do that. You know what I mean? Rachel Maddow wants to come out and say that. She has all the right in the world to do that. The fact that journalists are coming out and just blanket saying that is I read his mind and that's his motivation. That's a little weird. Yeah, David.
3: Can I say it like this? Hell no, (laughs) no it's not racist. I mean, I was just in the man's house for the third time just took a selfie video with him. Mm-hmm. He posted and shared and tweeted on my page before this happened. But did he I'm know not- you were black? Yeah. Well, again, if he, it, it, only if he didn't know, then it, it no, it, the whole thing is nonsense. <laughs> is he going obviously, back, obviously, did he obviously, tell you to go
2: back to your country when you are going no, back to No, I didn't hear any <laughs> of
3: that. He's always been respectful, honoring. So. Uh, he's an amazing individual, and he's somebody that is doing amazing things for our country, and the liberal established media uh, is threatened by him. Mm-hmm. And so they're gonna do it, and these four women that are that were called out. you know, I, th- I think that goes for any person in this country that wants socialism or that wants to You have uh, it everywhere around the country. Yeah, yeah. leave. Can you just leave us alone? Get out alone? of this country. Right. Go pick leave. one. Leave. You yeah. don't have to change ours. It's already out there. Right.
0: Let us know what you think. You can go to The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. Thank you for being here and Absolutely. joining us again. We'll see you guys tomorrow. I mean, thank you guys as well.
2: Oh, well, you didn't really. That was really a problem.